Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. He charged me with resisting arrest. Get that confidence in jail. I object. Okay, hello everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Allegedly Bravo. I'm Lauren. I'm the host of this dang thing. And today we're going to talk about, of course, who else? Kim Zolciak-Bierman. It's like we can't go any any length of time without Kim and Croy making it about themselves. I mean, these people are just incredible. So I'm reporting live. Well, not live anymore. By the time you listen to this, it'll be Monday. But I'm recording this on the floor of my closet right now, which is very interesting. And yes, I do have an office. And yes, I do have a place where I could sit and do this. But if you don't know, I'm going to Spain and France, like in a couple hours, actually. And so my mom and sister are staying here and taking care of my gorgeous, beautiful dog, Heidi, and my house. So the room that I use to record is being slept in by somebody else right now. And so I'm just going to sit on the floor of my closet and do this. Um, What do they say? Like necessity is the daughter of invention or something. It's like, this is probably going to be the best episode of any podcast you've ever heard just because of how different this experience is at least for me for you guys you're like uh we don't give a fuck we're still in the car doing the same thing we would have been doing whether you were on the floor or not and I get that but I think it's kind of fun that I'm on the floor it's like when you were in class and you're like teacher can we go to class outside and they're like oh it is so nice out sure let's go sit on the grass and read that's how I feel sitting on the floor of my closet recording this Like I'm outside reading a book in third grade. It's just amazing. Okay, so 
Obviously, we all remember just not even a little bit ago, we talked about the dueling petitions and we talked about how Croy and Kim, like there was that whole conundrum and clusterfuck where they're, oh, Kim filed for divorce, Kim filed for first and TMZ is reporting on it that Kim filed first and then you go look at the docket and there's absolutely no filing from Kim and it was chaotic. That to me just, I probably already said it, but Kim Zolciak coming out and being like, or I'm sorry, the news coming out and being like, Kim Zolciak is filing from divorce from Croy while being like a news source means to me that Kim must have, I bet you Kim handed her document, her little divorce petition unfiled over to TMZ and was like, this I'm submitting. I'm going to submit this. But what Kim didn't realize was Croy was like, oh, yeah? Oh, you're going to submit that? Well, I already did. So we had that whole thing where Croy filed for divorce first on May 8th, 2023 at 1.15 p.m. in the Fulton County Superior Court. And then we have that Kimberly Bierman filed on 5-8-2023 at 3.44 p.m. in the Fulton County Superior Court. So... Even a couple weeks later, Croy still filed for divorce first before Kim. And I don't know why I feel like I have to like say this so many times. Actually, I do know why I feel this way. Because what is wrong with some of these people on Instagram and Twitter? Or, well, I'm not on Twitter anymore because there's nothing but perverts on Twitter. Nothing but perverts. Nothing good on Twitter. But... I don't understand, like, what is with these people. They're coming at my throat. And they're like, you don't know what you're talking about. Kim filed first. Croy didn't file. And it's like, you know what? I don't want to call you a moron, but you're dumb. I don't want to use the S word and the D word, but I will say, you're not thinking clearly. That's how I feel. It's like, you guys, I'm looking at the numbers. The numbers don't lie. It is... June 4th, 2023, and I can still confirm that Croy filed for divorce before Kim, okay? So just so that's what, we're all on the same page here. Now, what Kim did do first, what she did get in the door first, was her motion. So these two people have dueling motions going right now. So a motion is when you ask the court to give you what you want, which means, oh, I'm in a divorce, so I want spousal support. I want child support. I want the house. I want $10,000 right now because I have no money and John has all the money and I need his money. Okay, here's $10,000. Like you have to ask the court, write a little memo, be like, dear judge, this, well, you don't say dear judge. I mean, that's stupid. But you write this whole memo and you're like, this is what I want. And these are all the laws that tell you, the judge, that I can have this. And you're basically just trying to convince this man or woman or person up on this bench wearing this black dress, like, to give you what you want. They don't even know you. And, you know, the more I think about court, like, the it's fucking scary. 
it's really scary. Ever since I passed the bar, I don't think I'm going to go. I don't think I'm going to do it anymore, actually. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) But it is really scary. Like, they write everything down. They write everything down. And I just think about, I always come home and I tell my boyfriend, George, George Glass, George Tropicana. Like, I can't believe what we wrote today. Just be, especially in family law, because it's like, why do we want X, Y, Z? And it's like, well, there's all these rules that say that you have to give it to us, blah, blah, blah. But the things you attach, it's like, I mean, we're, we're attaching like people's social security benefit statements and being like, well, you know, if, if we have to pay Anna child support or not child support, spousal support over here, then Josh is going to just. Oh my God, did I just use the Duggar names, Anna and Josh? Oh my God. But it's, you know, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I also haven't taken my pill yet today. And so if I'm spazzing out, it's because I'm short circuiting because I don't have my 300 milligrams of Wellbutrin extended release in pumping through my brains, right? My brain, my brains, pumping through my brains. My veins, Lauren. God damn it. So dumb. Okay. Kim is asking the court. They're going to battle right now because they want child, not child support, child custody. So we've all heard Lala be like, I am going into a battle right now. And you're either on my side or you're not my friend. And love the energy. However, it does remind me so much of... And yet I was a wee little tot, but when we were like growing up and then 9-11 happened and then, um, George W was like, you're either with us or you're against us. That is the energy Lala went into her custody battle with. And like, I get it because her ex is a disgusting madman, allegedly, according to Hulu and according to everybody else, he's trash. I mean, you listen to my episode, The Poor Man's Harvey Weinstein, I'm sure. I mean, he was having, oh my God, I'm sure you got, if you didn't listen to my episode, go back and listen to The Poor Man's Harvey Weinstein um, and the LA Times article episode because I go into detail about what he did and it was so crazy listening to all the people who I talked about speaking their truth like on television, like the guy, the poor guy who had to transport the cocaine and do all that I was like oh my that's him he's right there in live and in breathing color he's just right there and he was like talking about how crazy it was and these people had to put so much shit on their credit cards and you know it's one thing when you read it and you know you're knowing who these people are just on paper But when you see them and hear them tell the story of what happened to them, it is so impactful. And I, and of course at the end, it's like, uh, Randall Emmett decided to, he doesn't want to say anything in response. Yeah, I bet he does. And as someone who works in criminal defense, I'll say, I understand, like, we can't hold it against you if you choose not to testify. Totally. I mean, in the court of law, absolutely. But in the court of public opinion, if you can't clear your name, it's because your name can't be cleared. 
Like, sorry, you're trash. And the same goes with people like, in my opinion, don't come fucking sue me. What's his name? Army Hammer. Really, Army Hammer? Like, oh, the the Los Angeles district attorney's like, there's no there there, so we're not going to charge him with sexual assault. Again, I was assaulted by a vet and did the whole rigmarole, did the, you know, make the report, tell the police what happened, and then they go tell the vet and the vet, nope, I didn't do it. I didn't, never touched her. Okay? So then they're like, yeah, he, he didn't do it, so we're not going to press charges. It's like, go blow yourselves. Like, what is wrong with you? Um, that's not your decision, but I guess it is their decision. And I don't know what evidence the district attorney looked at in regards to whatever they were looking at for Army Hammer's um, accusations of sexual misconduct. But the DA was like, sorry, we don't have enough to charge you. It's like, okay, get some. It's Army Hammer. It's Army Hammer. Like, you could put out a one tweet and be like, if you, you know how they have those mesothelioma commercials? They should start doing that for people who need to be me too. It's like, if you or someone you know has been manhandled by Army Hammer, please call 911 or any non-emergency police line in your county or city area. Like, what on earth is going on? And... And the other thing that we need to talk about is, and this is unconfirmed, and this is all just rumors, and this is alleged, but was that man eating people? Allegedly. From what I heard and can't confirm or deny, I'll say, there's a rumor of cannibalism circling that drain. So... Maybe there won't be any sexual assault charges in this one instance that they were talking about, but uh, I don't know. I just feel like if there's rumors that you might be chewing on somebody's leg or something. And did you guys listen to, there was this, the girl who used to be his girlfriend that like accused him of all this misconduct went on, it was either call her daddy with Alex Cooper or call her daddy with Alex and Sophia or Sophia with an F one of those three. But I know one of those two girls was involved in this interview. They interviewed one of them, this woman who was in a relationship with army hammer, who was talking about how crazy her experience with him was and how, when she would be with him, she would remember that he would like pull out knives and like try to kill her and stuff. And like, he was like, Oh no, it's like the only way I can get off. What is wrong with you? You should have your wiener taken away then. Like if you can't, if you can't act right, the wiener, wiener be gone. They should make a little spray, a little wiener be gone spray for people like army hammer. So back to Kim Bierman. Um, we don't want to be tardy to this party. Um, remember we talked about what Susie Orman, queen icon and legend, Susie Orman says her little shindig people first, then money, then things. So what do we talk about for people first? We talk about the kids, the children. 
Kim and Croy are going head to head in the court of law and they are slinging mad shit at each other because they each want custody of the kids. But instead of being like high court, high court. And whenever I say high court, I think of that lady from um, Real Housewives of Dallas, uh, Cameron, the pink lady. And I always think about how her husband's name's Court. So so sometimes I feel like when I'm like, hey, Court, but I'm, um, what's her name? Being like, hi, Court, her short little man. She is so tall. And she just got in the hospital because she can't, like, swallow or something. And neither can I. And I wonder if it's the same thing. And I don't know if anybody else has this. Ever since I got COVID the first time, I became weirdly paralyzed in my throat muscle randomly like I'll be sitting there and all of a sudden I can't I can't swallow and I'm like well fuck and I have to get up and go like truly spit my food out like a baby bird it's disgusting well I guess I'd be the mommy bird in the trash can would be the baby bird but it's very annoying very uncomfortable very unsettling and Cameron I think we might have the same thing And I would like an update on Cameron's little throat situation. So maybe I'll give her a little DM and see if she is responsive. But does anyone else have that problem where your food gets stuck in your throat? And if so, how do you fix that? Because it's scary sometimes. Like I'm like, oh, uh uh-oh, I'm going to choke. Well, back to Kim. Oh, my God. This is what happens when you don't take your Wellbutrin right when you wake up. I'm like, what what should we talk about? Cannibalism? Okay. In this child uh, custody matter. So Kim and Croy are going head to head for custody of these children. But first, they have to sling all kinds of shit at each other. Because of course they do. Because if there's one thing about Kim, she's not going down without a goddamn fight. Let's read her motion first because unlike her petition for divorce, she actually did file this one first. She filed her motion at on May 16th at 1.22 p.m. Croy filed his two days later at 4.05 p.m. So I think Croy read whatever we're about to read from Kim was like, oh, Hell no. We're taking this woman to court, even though it had already been brought into court, you know, by him and her. Anyway, there this is going to be a disaster. This reminds me so much of the case I was working on in California with the two people who hated each other so fucking much that when the wife finally moved out of the house, someone's got to move out. They had enough money to move out. Just like these people, I'm assuming there's got to be money somewhere. If you don't have money somewhere, like, go make money somewhere, Kim. Like, go literally do a cameo. Do a couple cameos and get a fucking apartment. Like, it's temporary. But whatever. If you don't have the money to live separately from your spouse while you're getting a divorce, I understand. I still think it's crazy as hell. It's crazy as hell to me. When people are breaking up and they still live together, it must be so uncomfortable. And there's obvious situations where you can't, like I was talking to a woman on Instagram who was like, well, I, my husband and I divorced, but we had a kid together and you know, the kid had certain needs and we wanted to take care of our child together. So we stayed living together as roommates for like 15 years. 
okay, so you two are saints and angels and Kim and Croy aren't like that. So there are people who can make it work and who can be adults, get it together and coexist. That's wonderful. In my experience, most people aren't like that. Most people are like Kim and Croy where they're like, oh, even if we could afford to move out, we're not going to. And because you're here, it's like you're in here with me, you know. They're not good for each other. So Kim comes to the court and says, court, this is my motion for a hair follicle test of Croy. So because both of these people filed petitions and they're both the petitioner in each of their cases, I'm just going to try to use their names, Kim and Croy. But if I slip up in this one and I say petitioner and respondent instead of Kim and Croy, just know if I say petitioner, I mean Kim. And if I say respondent, I mean Croy for this specific situation. Let's read it. Comes now, Kimberly Beerman. We need to speak about how she spells her name. K-I-M-B-E-R-L-E-I-G-H. Gorgeous, beautiful, stunning, and sweet. But it reminds me of, like, when people have the names with all the crazy letters in it. Like, she was, her mom was the originator of crazy names with all the letters in it. Like, you know that meme where the lady's standing there, she's like, all she's pregnant and she's like with all the names and she's like Lakin, Raken, Jaken, Flaken. It's like Kimberly with all the G's and what it's one G. I'm like such a bitch about her, but listen, I love Kim. She entertains me a lot. So Kimberly Beerman in the above styled case, buying through her attorney asks that this court issue an order to compel Croy Bierman to submit to a five-panel hair follicle drug screen and to not cut or remove any of his hair until such time as the screen is complete. So Kim's like, Judge, you need to test Croy for drugs and you need to tell him he can't cut any hair off his body until he gets tested for drugs. I have a problem with any hair because what if Croy wants to shave his legs? Can he not shave his legs? What if Croy doesn't want armpit hair? Is Kim going to like be in charge of his armpit hair? Like I would say, no. How about this? How about you need to complete a five panel hair follicle test between this time and this time. And you cannot remove head hair, any head on the top of your hair between then and now. Because I just, when you say things like any hair, it's just too overcompassing. And I'm like, well, what if he wants to shave his face? What if he wants to have no eyebrows? Is Kim going to be all, he, he was ordered not to shave any hair. And then we're having another motion. Like these are the people who hate each other so much that if Kim said, you can't remove any of your hair. Croy would shave off like half an eyebrow on purpose and Kim would be like, judge, he's in contempt of court and you need to have him thrown in jail. Like that's the kind of people that are getting divorced right now. So if I were Croy's attorney, I would be like, no, no, no. We're not going to sit here and say that my client isn't going to cut off any piece of hair. Get a grip. 
He won't cut his head hair. And even then, and even then, I would say Croy will agree not to cut hair shorter than one inch or whatever. I would call the hair follicle person and say, how much hair do you need to test what drugs this man's allegedly doing or not doing? And then they'd say something like, oh, an inch. And I'd say, great. Can you send that to me in an email? Sure. Then they'd send it to me in an email and I'd print it up and I'd be like, in my little brief, we're not going to submit or agree that my client's not going to cut off any of his hair because he only needs one inch of hair. So I would say, even if he left a square, like if even if he had a rat tail, I think that that's fine. But we don't need Croy up or Kim up in here telling everybody how short they can cut their hair and that they can't have any hair. You're not a little dictator. And maybe Croy doesn't want to wear wigs. And maybe he doesn't want to, you know, do all this stuff. But I feel like Kim, like, makes him do things. And I'm not trying to be anti-woman. I'm just trying to be... I don't know, spreading thoughts, I guess. Like, I just, if I were Croy's attorney, I would say, you're, you can go kick rocks because we're not going to agree not to cut or remove any hair until the screening is complete. Croy isn't a, uh, I, I can't just sit here and say Croy isn't a drug addict because I don't know that for sure. But from what I've seen on this show, Neither of those people are drug addicts. Neither of those people are alcoholics. Is Kim so extra and weird and, like, has her little, like, wine solo cup? Yeah, she does. But she's on a TV show. I don't think I... Since we've known her, it's not like she's going around getting DWIs or anything. Like, she seems to have it as under control as Kim does. Um, But I don't see Croy... I mean, he was in the NFL. It's not like he's, like now going and destroying his body like people who do things like the NFL I feel like they don't just like quit the NFL and then start doing all kinds of like hard drugs and getting like fat and weird right I don't even know sports and you know how I feel about the ends I think any organization that starts with n blank blank is like so patriarchal like, we don't need to be knowing all the NFLs, the NBC. It's, we're done. Okay? But since this guy was a football guy, I just don't think he's sitting there, like, doing a bunch of drugs. And he's, like, a, an athlete who took care of his body while he was athletic. Like, you know there are some football guys who are, like, huge. I don't know what position they play, but they're huge. That wasn't Croy. Croy was, like, thin and was on, like, Dancing with the Atlantic Stars. Like, I I just don't think he's running around doing a bunch of drugs. But that's my opinion. So, Kim goes on and she says, we have four kids. We have Croy, Cash, Kane, and Kaya. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay. I... That is so hard for me. Croy, Cash, Kane, and Kaya. Those are hard names to say, and I feel like I'm like gonna if they were my kids I'd mess them all up I couldn't do it all K's all four letters I had a friend growing up who she had eight brothers and sisters and all of her brothers and sisters first names started with M and had seven letters and each of their middle names started with an A and there's eight of them can you imagine coming up with eight combinations of M with seven letters, A middle name, eight times. God bless those parents. I could, I barely, I had a hard enough time naming my dog and there's only one of her. Oh my God. She's so cute. Okay. So they say both children currently reside with both parties at the marital residence, but both parties are seeking temporary custody of the party's minor children. Then Kim comes in slanging paragraph four. Kim has seen Croy smoking marijuana and she has serious concerns about the safety and well-being of the minor children while in respondents care. She is fearful that the children will be exposed to respondents drug use. Maybe it's because I'm just like actually a stoner, but I don't see anything wrong with smoking a little marijuana and Kim being like, I'm scared. What What is he just like on the couch, like those anti-commercials from back in the day? Remember when the lady like sits down on the couch and she deflates like one of those balloons and the dog looks at her like, you never play with me anymore. That's bullshit. You smoke a little pot and all of a sudden you can play with the dog for hours. I mean, it's just a lot more fun. I'm not condoning like doing things like want to call drugs i'm not saying everyone should smoke pot but i'm just saying like it's not that big of a deal okay and kim's like he's smoking marijuana really kim i'm sure you are too i am sure you are too so don't when you're in a court battle don't ask for anything you wouldn't be prepared to submit to yourself kim you want to ask for a drug panel for marijuana well right back at you sweetheart let's go together And I'm going to say, you can't shave any of your hairs off, even your leg hairs. And so quit doing your laser away because you can't do that anymore. I mean, you get one divorce, your whole life is like being controlled by the court. You should really think about it. So Kim says he's smoking marijuana and I don't want to see him do it anymore. And Kim requests a determination of Croy's current drug usage by ordering at Croy's expense, so Croy has to pay for it, a five-panel hair follicle drug screen. 
and for him not to cut or remove any of his hair so that the court may determine custody. Okay. Kim came out hot. Kim came out and said, Croy does drugs. So Croy took one look at that and was like, oh, really? Oh, I do drugs? Okay, well, this is Croy's motion for a psychological evaluation of Kim Beerman. He's like, oh, I do drugs? Oh, you're going to the fucking loony bin. I'm going to make sure of it. These people are not fighting friendly. They're fighting so unfriendly. I love when they start pleadings like this. Comes now, Croy Evan Beerman. He goes, there are four minor children. Okay. Then he says, paragraph three, right off the bat. During the party's marriage, Kim presented very troubling behavior, which has accelerated in the months leading up to Croy's filing for divorce. Kim has acknowledged spending substantial time and marital funds on gambling and other games of chance. This compulsion has financially devastated the parties. See Exhibit A. Oh, we will be seeing Exhibit A, Croy. Kim's time is so consumed with online gambling that she is unable to properly care for her children. As such, petitioner is concerned for the children's safety and well-being. Petitioner Croy asserts that it is the best interest of the children for Kim to be psychologically evaluated to ascertain any underlying medical issues such as anxiety, depression, narcissistic personality disorder, bipolar disorder, ADHD, and others. It's like, okay, you can't just sprinkle anxiety, depression, narcissistic personality disorder, bipolar disorder, ADHD, and other things. You guys. Come on. And he says that these are things that are manifested through Kim's compulsive gambling and other behaviors indicative of additional addiction issues. Croy requests that Kim be required to undergo psychological testing performed by a licensed psychologist agreed upon by the parties. To the best of Croy's knowledge and belief, no psychological evaluation has been completed on Kim. Based on the foregoing, Croy asks this court to order Kim to submit to the psychological evaluation and assess her mental health and parenting abilities. I mean... And then he even says, okay, he wants the court to, this is his little prayer for relief. He says, please grant my motion and then order her to do the uh, psychological exam, order her to pay for the exam and the treatment and order her to make the evaluation results and testing and recommended treatments available to the parties and that Croy can have whatever else he wants that the court thinks is like fair. Okay, it's just, and I get it, we have to do these things, I get it, but it's so petty, these people. So, if we go to Exhibit A, this is an account statement for Trust, Truist, T-R-U-I-S-T, Truist Bank. I don't know if this is a local bank, I don't know what kind of bank this is, but this is Croy Bierman's purported bank account. Exhibit A is a bank statement, your account statement for 4-22-2022. So this is a year ago. Okay, Croy, come at me with some relevant information. Croy comes at us with a 13-page Exhibit A from April 22nd, 
2022. Okay, so so Croy brings this old ass bank statement up to the court and this bank statement that's over a year old. I'm pissed now. Now I'm kind of pissed. Now I'm like, don't, you're not allowed to cut your hair. You're not allowed to do anything. This is his account statement and it goes, okay. So on May 25th, 2022, by the way, a whole year ago, this is so unrelevant. He has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven charges, debit card purpose, purchase PayPal for Coinbase on 323 in the amounts of $61, That's all on one day. He has so many debit card purchases transferring to Coinbase for $15. Um, oh, internet payment to Tracy Bloom, $2,445. i am glad they're paying her. Thank God they're paying Tracy Bloom. But all of these, okay, on 325 again. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen more Coinbase charges. The the lowest amount is $26, and it goes all the way up to $518 in Coinbase charges. That's a lot. Okay. And then the 28th, another 15. I would say in this whole month statement of this, a year old bank statement, there are probably a hundred or more, more charges on from Coinbase and charges that are like $36 charge for you used too many transfers in one day like daily cap of six transfers fee for $36 like a hundred times because she did so many coinbase things um let's see what else is interesting so it looks like they have all these other bank accounts that they transfer money from into this account which makes sense because croy was from the nfl and has a lot of money and when you have a lot of money, I was talking to my boyfriend about this because I can't conceptualize numbers. Like to me, they're just fake. So I'm like, well, she spent a lot of money on Coinbase. So I think they're broke, you know, because if you take one look at this statement, it says that the starting balance of this account was $3,825 and that they, she added and withdrew total over the month. A hundred and twenty seven thousand two hundred and eighty seven dollars in and out of the account for the month, mostly on Coinbase. That sounds insane. So I was like, that's crazy. Like these are poor people right now. Like they used all their money. All one hundred and twenty seven thousand dollars of their money is gone. And George Glass was like, well, didn't you say he played football? And I said, yeah. And he said, "Okay, well, they probably have more than one hundred and twenty seven thousand dollars. And so we did some quick math. And if they have like $2 million, then this amount is like if a normal person, like regular run of the mill, spent $100. So 
so is it really this big of a deal? Like, maybe she just likes to gamble. And we seen on her little RV show when she, like, derailed the family vacay and said, I need to go play the sluts. I need to go play the sluts for a couple hours and I got to go scratch the itch. And they had to kind of talk about it and they let her go gamble for X amount of time. And she had fun. And so maybe, you know, and so maybe it did go out of control. Maybe she did go out of control gambling. But Croy, if Kim did go out of control gambling, I'm going to need a statement from 2023 that actually means something. This statement that he attached to his declaration as Exhibit A is not only from one year ago in 2022, a whole fucking year ago that nobody cares about, but it also is only in his name. The statement doesn't say Croy Bierman and Kimberly Zolciak Bierman. It doesn't say Croy Bierman and Kim Bierman. It doesn't say Croy Bierman and any other name. It only says Croy Bierman. So if you were to show me this without any other information and I were to look at this big statement and you can too, I'll post it. I'm going, okay, Croy Bierman seems to have spent $127,000 of his money in April of 2022. Like the only thing that even references Kim in all 13 pages of this are her deposits from Cameo, which are interesting. She had one Cameo deposit that was like 15 grand. And I'm like, damn, you can make $15,000 on Cameo. That's crazy. And then she had another Cameo one that was like a couple hundred bucks, which that's kind of what I thought. But Cameo is expensive. So, ooh, I should play you guys. Um, My brother got me a Cameo from my one and only Miss Sonia Tremont Morgan. And I listen to it all the time because she congratulated me on passing the bar. And you know, I love that woman. I would, I would die for her. You know how they say like, oh, you're not a real Christian unless you die for Jesus. Well, you're not a real Bravo Liberty fan. If you wouldn't die for Sonia Tremont Morgan, I would. So Croy's got this stupid bank account attached and I can't believe I didn't see that before. I'm glad I read this now because I've read through this entire bank statement so many times because it's really interesting. Like, like on, on 329, someone just deposited $20,000 into this bank account. That's so much money. And then immediately it's like flush down the toilet because guess what? We are selling it on Coinbase, which I heard Coinbase is a cryptocurrency thing. I don't know if she's gambling with crypto or what, but this, I can't wait for the responsive motions because I want to know what Kim Zolciak Bierman has to say about this one-year-old bank statement that doesn't have her name on it. And I want to know what Croy has to say about his marijuana usage. Both of these people are insane. This is only going to get, oh, here's the cameo on 4-6-2022. On 4-6-Cameo, Kimberly Zolciak, customer idea, blah, blah, blah. $7,631.25 was deposited from Cameo. She just made seven grand being like, 
Hey, it's me, Kim. Hey, guys, it's me, Kim, smoking a Marlboro Light with her solo cup and her wig. It's me, Kim. I'm just sitting here smoking. Did anybody get a wig from her little store? Because I don't have $2,500 laying around for a wig that I'll never wear. But if you did, please let me know if it smells like Chardonnay and cigarettes. I guarantee you it smells like Chardonnay and cigarettes. And then I bet you it smells like Chardonnay, cigarettes, and like Escada perfume. You know? Do you think she's an Escada girl? I She could be an Escada. Yeah. Escada or like Fendi, you know? Either way, these poor kids, I feel so bad for them because their parents are crazy people. Fighting over fake marijuana it could be real. I mean, who knows? Maybe Croy is a big stoner. Maybe Croy's sitting around, you know, smoking fentanyl-laced weed that he got from some, I don't know, bum on the corner. But it just, they don't seem like the type. Like, I picture Croy, if he's smoking pot, he's, like, going into, like, a MedMen or one of those, like, fancy drug places. And he's like, uh, I'm going to need an edible for being calm and a CBD bath bomb and do you have those tea packets that also have THC in them? Like, I don't see him being like, do you have the kind with the good drugs in it? It just doesn't make sense to me. And him and Kim are sparking it up. So I don't know what fight these people got into to make this divorce so nasty and so rude. But they have just called each other gambler addicts and drug addicts in the public court of law on the record and this will literally last forever forever and we can talk about it because it's public record that these people are just calling each other like they are throwing shit but I need more information from them I need to know one how much money do you have because to me $127,000 a month is like an insane amount of money. I don't even make that in one year. Um, so to just spend that in a month is like, whoa. But if you're making like millions and millions of dollars playing in the NFL. But wait, we got to look this up because does Croy play football anymore? Croy Bierman. N- wait, NFL. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, it looks like he's a former footballer, outside linebacker. So he played, I don't know how long, but from 2008 until at some point in time, he was playing football. So I feel like 2008, retired. Let's see when he retired. In 2016. Okay, so he had eight years of playing football. NFL salary. Let's see what he made. Oh, come on. They're fine. Okay, come on. They're fine. Because then it says this guy, he made $14 million. I would hope that he put it in some sort of fancy account. Like, if you, if someone says, okay, here's $14 million, don't try. You don't know what you're doing. You have no fucking idea what you're doing. Go to a bank and say, person whose job it is to know what to do with money, can you help me? Because you have no idea what you're doing with that much money. If someone hands you $14 million, go to a professional and let them help you. Which is what I hope Croy did. Because if Croy did go to a professional with $14 million, you would hope that in eight years, the $14 million has turned into like $20 million. And then this $127,000 a month Coinbase thing is piddly, piddly poodly. And this is why we eat the rich. This is exactly why we just, we butter them up, we roast them. And we just eat them with a side of ketchup. Because you mean to tell me that you just have in this one account in 2022 a year ago. Just like, oh, let me just like not even worry about spending a rich person's entire year salary in this one month on this one thing. Fuck off. Kim, there's people that are dying. There are people that are dying. And you can call me a socialist. You can call me whatever you want. I'm a good person. And I think that we should take all of Croy and Kim's money, whatever's left. We take it. We put it in a fund. We go to someone who knows what they're doing. We go to a banker. I'm sure there's plenty of you listening who know how to take money and make it do stuff. And so we're going to take all of Kim and Croy's money. We're going to put it in one little fund. And then you guys who know what you're doing are going to figure out what to do. And then we're all going to go on vacation with it. But like a fun one where it's just us and we're going to like hire people to perform. Oh my God. We could even, with Kim's own money, we could pay her to perform Don't Be Tardy for the party. Wouldn't that be fun? And then we could have um, Countess Luann come and, oh, we could get the OC Reels out here singing their song. And ladies who rock, lock ladies who rock. I mean, they're kind of grown adults now. I don't know if they, if they're necessarily coming back to the OC ready to perform lock ladies who rock. By the way, did you guys see that? Um, what's her name? Shannon Bedore was at the Quiet Woman and ran into her nasty ass weirdo husband, David. And she had food in her teeth and she still posted the photo. It's like, I, and she didn't even delete it. You know what? 
Good for her. Good for Shannon Bedore. I don't know if I can watch Real Housewives of Orange County this year. It's making me homesick to watch it. Like, when I see, like, the intro or when I see, like, Heather, I'm like, man, I used to live right there. It's, like, sad. Now it's, like, hot and humid here. I'm not trying to complain, but I am sad about it. Only sometimes. Okay, well, that was Kim and Croy's divorce. Oh, quick programming update. I'm going to be across the planet over in Europe for a couple weeks. So you might not get another episode until I come back. And if and if not, that's fine. You have a whole catalog of things to listen to. Might I suggest the LA Times article featuring Randall Emmett, who's the poor man's Harvey Weinstein, whatever you want, whatever you want to listen to you have. Let me suggest some other podcasts for you that you might like. Um, you can listen to the rumor mill pod. They have fun things that they talk about. Go listen to the Bravo babe with Christina. She had me on the other day and we talked all about Vanderpump rules. You can listen to the, can we talk about pod with me and Leah, who's classic sky tops on Instagram criminality. If you are in the mood for more reality show criminals, criminality, I love Melissa and Rebecca. They're so funny, and they just did a great um, episode on Alexia for Real Housewives of Miami, so go check them out. If you want something a little brainy um, and, like, crimey crime crime, I suggest A Tradition of Violence, and it's about the gangs in the Los Angeles Sheriff's Department. Oh, the police officer gangs, uh, because there's a bunch of them. And what else? Is off the top of my head. Oh, Blonde Hair, Black Heart with Blake. Um, I love the deep dive with June Diane Raphael and Jessica St. Clair. Of course, Heather McMahon, Ladies Who Law is really good. Um, Oh, I just found another podcast by this girl on TikTok that I am obsessed with. Her name's Rebecca. I didn't know she had a podcast until just recently. So let me see what it's called. Oh, it's called the Reb Buttle Pod, R-E-B-U-T-T-A-L with Reb Maisel. Um, she does like case briefs and talks about just really funny law things. So go check her out. And as always, head over to Instagram, give me a follow, and let me know what you guys want to hear next. I have some good episodes in the pipes, but you know, I want to hear from you. What do you want to hear about? And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and most importantly, share me with a friend. That might be fun. Then we could all hang out together. All right. Well, have a good couple weeks if I don't get to talk to you and um, circle back. Please let me know if you guys have trouble swallowing sometimes because I don't want to not end with that because I am concerned about my throat that doesn't swallow. Okay. I'll talk to you later. Courts adjourned. Bye. Allegedly Bravo podcast is hosted, produced, and researched by Lauren Peavy House. Allegedly Bravo is available anywhere you listen to podcasts and cannot be copied or rebroadcast without consent. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps me out. This podcast is made available by the lawyer or legal expert for educational purposes only, as well as to give you general information and a general understanding of the law, not to provide specific legal advice. By listening to this podcast, you understand that there's no attorney-client relationship between you and the podcast publisher. 
Allegedly Bravo podcast should not be used as a substitute for competent legal advice from a licensed professional attorney in your state. Got it?